The Mixed Bag on the After Reality Podcast Network. He is the maestro, Will Simmons. He's got a really cool green beanie on Spencer Killy. And this is After Reality. This is the Mixed Bag Slash Challenge Podcast here on the After Reality Podcast Network presented to you by our partners at Fantasy for Reality at fantasy4reality.com. And this week, we're back with the Mixed Bag. I haven't done a Mixed Bag. We've been kind of tacking some stuff on to the end of the Bachelor Nation pod, but uh, this week, big announcement. We got um, a new season of the challenge coming December 9th. We have the cast out for that, so we're going to dive into the, the challenge. We'll talk some of our Bravo favorites as well, Southern Charm, Below Deck. Both of those are in full swing. And Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, some nuggets there. That one just got started uh, one episode in. And pick Mr. Simmons' brain on that one, Will. Um, there's a lot of stuff out there. Anything I missed? Anything else you're enjoying on on the, on the telly? Mm, Reality-wise, no. We, just, we wrapped up Love After Lockup. I feel like the only other one I'm watching is uh, Orange County, which I'm way behind. I'm not even claiming to watch it because I'm so behind. But other than that. Yeah. No, I mean, like, it's weird because usually there's like a lull right, around, right after the holidays. But, um, you know, we have some below duck just deck just started. Southern Trump just started. Uh, challenge is about to just start. So I feel like we're getting our, uh, our, 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 our holiday run going here. Getting our feet under us uh, for the remainder of the year and to take us strong into the new year, which and and I guess for for the bachelor, like the bachelor and bachelor may run right up right up into each other when we roll over into the new year. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, before we dive into the challenge, you want to remind everybody where they can find us online. Check us out on Twitter at After Reality Pod. Like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at After Reality Podcast. Subscribe wherever you download your podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, or Stitcher. And check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. Yo, what's up? This is TJ Lavin. You're listening to the After the Reality Podcast. Teach is going to be back for like his 20th season, Will. <laughs> season 36, um, just, I don't know, 21 days away. That's incredible. Uh, I, we knew this was in production. I, I was shocked that it got turned around so quickly. I don't know if that was surprising to you. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't believe it. Like when they popped up, I had a few friends, or like you obviously shared it, but then I had a few other friends share it, and it was like, when did this happen? <laughs> so, yeah, they they must have really hustled to to make this happen. I, I'm curious, kind of what the process was around it. I'm sure we'll find out because a lot of the the cast members do a lot of interviews uh, on this one. It's not like The Bachelor or those shows where it's a little more uh, words the mum. Or yeah, mom's the word. It's been a long week it. on Wednesday. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't think I know where they went. I feel like, was it, is it Iceland? Did I remember hearing that? It sounds kind of right. I don't know. Anyhow, the concept is, is double agents. Um, it's 30 players. 
uh, trying to, and they're in partners, trying to outsmart each other in a game of secrets um, for their share of a million dollars. Not sure exactly what the breakdown is there, but it's, it's a spy game of some sort, which I'm curious to see what that really means. How does it break down? What kind of mental things are, are going on? But one of the big mental gamesters, Mr. Johnny Bananas, notably not there. And who knows if that was a scheduling conflict, a health conflict, or or what. But uh, surprised he's not there. It's been a long time since we haven't had him on a season. Hmm. I mean, especially just coming off this big win. So, yep. Yeah. So got to take won- a break sometimes. He won last season. Who was the? The women's winner. Why do I not, why am I drawing a blank on who won for the women last season? Jenny. Oh, Jenny won. Yep. And she's not back on this. She's not she's not returning this season either. Nope. There are several notables not there. There's also some some of the old guard that we're welcoming back, which is nice. And then there's some new faces um from from nowhere, and then there's some new faces from some kind of high places as well. Um, shall we jump into the veterans? Sure. Um, there could be a lot to say or nothing to say for the first one, and that's uh, Anissa, 14th season of the challenge. Still zero wins. Yep, hope you draft her. I can't wait. Yep, my, my, she'll be my first-round draft pick. Um, Smashly back for, wow, eight seasons already from Smashly. Yep. Not, not, count, not sure how many she quit, um, but... Right. Um, she has won twice. Twice? Is that right? Yeah. Uh, yes, at least twice, if not three. Or no, no, wait. No, she's won once. She just won a lot of money. She won. No, she's won twice. Dollars. She won she's twice. Twice. Yeah, okay, she won bad. twice. Which is really incredible. Eighteen seasons in, CT. He's still yeah. there. He does yeah. not have a lot of wins. No, um, people people think he think think he does, but because of his um, place in this franchise, not sure if these headshots that the MTV's posted um, for the show correlate to uh, current day. But CT looks a little uh, little little trimmer in in this, so I'm curious if those first few months of quarantine, CT maybe got into a little shape and then went on the show. Your guide. That you like Devin, Devin Walker. Walker fifth challenge first time since he went home after his dad's passing yeah um so it's been at least a couple of years more than a couple seasons uh since we've seen Devin so yep. be interesting to see him back I'm sure he's actually disappointed that Johnny's not there for them to go uh, yeah um I, I have a friend that's completely uh just pissed off that Devin's on this season. He's like, man, fuck this guy. I just hates him so much. I'm like, well, this should make the show fun for you then. <laughs> we, we like, I don't like Devin, but I like what he brings to the show. Yeah, exactly. Um, you, you need some of that. Um, yeah. In the same way that I'm glad that there we'll get to him. But there's some really young people that they've brought on the show. 21, 23 years old. That's something that we used to always have. And, a lot of your fire sometimes comes from those people because they don't know any better. They're not self-aware. They're going to come on the show and just wreak havoc kind of in the same way that some of the Brits do even at a more advanced age. 
Darrell is back. He'd been back a couple times in recent years, but uh, back for his ninth season, one of the all-time greats, has one of the best ratios of wins to appearances all time. Uh, you excited to see Fessy back for his second season? Yeah. I mean, we got high hopes for Fessy this season for sure. Yeah. Another guy I think we're probably high hopes as well after a kind of a, a tough first season, Jay, Jay Starrett from Survivor back for his second season. Yep. Got high hopes for him. Uh, the big meatball, Josh Martinez. I can't believe hey. he's only been on four seasons. This is only his fourth season. I feel like he's been around forever. Yeah. I could do without. Um, although he does provide some some decent plot. Uh, Kill a Cam, Cam Williams, fifth challenge. She's back in the fold after taking a few seasons off. Um, one that I'm glad is back and thought that it didn't get kind of fully appreciated last season after we saw her perform so well on Big Brother is Casey. Yep. Like she won a red skull last season, but we didn't really see her kind of really capitalize on, on the experience. Kyle Christie, our favorite Brit back for his sixth season. He's been, I think all of those in succession. I was uh, updating the rosters for fantasy for reality. Kyle's a lot younger than I thought he was. Like 34 or something? He's like 27. No way. Right now, 27? Yeah. What? Unless unless the resource that I was pulling from... started this at 21? um, That's crazy. Well, no, they're seasons. They're not years. Um, Kyle Yeah. It's true, yeah, but like still like 24? He's 28. Jesus. Isn't that shocking? That's weird. I, I made note of that when I was doing it. I was like, I got to tell Will this. Oh, Most man. of them I could kind of like ballpark one or two years, like what their age was. Um, and he was surprising. Roy Lee, back trying to finally hey. get Challenge Glory 12 seasons in. Uh, love that guy. I think everybody nice. loves Roy Lee. Yep. Uh, Nani, 10th season she's back. Her and, and Roy Lee attached uh, the hip still after all these years. On the season that you worked of the real world in, in yep. Vegas. I hope she's on your team as well as Anissa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nelly T, uh, the pride of the Yellow Rose here in Austin, Texas, uh, his seventh challenge. Um, will he finally get over the hump and, and play a smart game? Last season, gave it to Corey. Let Corey continue. You're excited about this one, I know. Cole. Cole. One of the most... Um, Unique accents on the show. Staten Island accent. Staten Island. Third challenge. She hasn't been on. Last time we saw her, she was mingling with Kara uh, and Laurel, I believe. Yep. Took a healthy break. Teresa. I'm actually excited to have Teresa back. Seventh season. I feel like did did I hear this? I don't. I don't want to blast her, but like I, I feel like maybe she got a divorce and then and that's why she's back. Did I hear that? Did you tell me that? Say that again? Did she get a divorce and then now she's single and now she's back on the show? No clue. I don't know. Maybe I'm – take no stock in what I just said. Uh, but nevertheless, glad to have Teresa back. Maybe most well-known for having a romance with Wes once upon a time. Well done. I don't know. Tori Deal, her fifth challenge. No Jordan with her there this time. Uh, Big T, the uh, drama queen with uh, the, a lot of wigs. Uh, third challenge – not real excited about that. 14th challenge 
for the best ginger on the show, Mr. Wes Bergman. Wes, also younger than I thought he was. I thought he was about the same age as Johnny and CT. Wes is only 35. He's got, he's got several more years left, Will. Yep. He's getting more time under that belt. Yeah. And then we move to the rookies, and I'll go quickly. Uh, Amber Brzotra from Big Brother, a season that I watched. I think you hadn't gotten back to the Big Brother just yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a model. Um, not sure what she's going to bring here. Amber Martinez, who was on Are You the One? She was on the uh, the Anything Goes season where it was um, guys with guys, girls with girls, girls with guys um, relationships. Uh, Gabby Allen, who's from Love Island and Celebrity Big Brother, which probably equates to she's going to be great on the show. And then we've got some entries from some new places. Joseph Allen from America's Got Talent. Is that really where we're drawing from now, Will? I don't know. Leo Rush, former WWE wrestler from WWE NXT. That could be interesting. Yeah, probably good athlete. Lolo Jones. Our first Olympian ever on the show. Star of Celebrity Big Brother. um, An LSU Tiger of, of yours. 38 years old. And totally psycho. Um, yeah, she's um, she's an individual sport athlete. Uh, Mechi Harris or Mechi Harris? I'm saying Michi. Michi? Okay. He's from like Michi. Three as well as being a musician. And then I feel like this is the next guy is the new Turbo. Nam, <laughs> Maybe. Nam Vo. He's actually from Germany and was on a show called The Ultimate Beastmaster which was actually season three, I, I, if anyone's keeping score of that. Uh, actually, the next one, though, of the new blood is the one we're probably most excited about, I think, and that's Natalie Anderson, who most recently was on Survivor 40. She's a winner of Survivor. She's been on The Amazing Race with her, her twin sister. Um, I think she's going to do really well here. Um, a very old rookie, her and Lolo, though. Uh, late 30s, um, an interesting uh, way to come on to, to the show. And then um, some of the newer blood, Olivia, she's one of the young ones I alluded to earlier. So there some, some really young ones and some, some of the oldest rookies we've ever seen coming onto the show this season. Uh, thoughts on the cast on the whole? Are you, are you excited about what's there? Yeah, no, it's, I think it's, it's solid. We got a nice mixture of young and, uh, and old here, especially with the veterans. Um, you know, as usual, it's like how the format's going to play out. Is it going to be like a team challenge or is it going to be, you know, in, more individual? But, um, yeah, I feel like we, we have enough. plan as pairs. So it doesn't matter if they stay as pairs or. Right. You know, pairs, do you get to pick your pairs. Do, yeah, do the pairs signed. surprise a team? Yeah. So I would, I would guess it would be vets, a vet would be paired up with a rookie. I like that. I'd like to force it to where you have to. It's, it's essentially fresh meat, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but no, it's cool. It's, I mean, like, I think you'd agree, even if we don't like the new blood sometimes, like, they do a good job of picking people that are competitive in these things that um, have characters to them. Um, some of these people are definitely picked on the fact that they are pretty and they were on other TV shows, while other ones are like both of those things plus phenomenal athletes or, you know. Yeah. And I mean, they're not all hits, but the ones that are yeah. hits, we, we, we kind of grow to appreciate. appreciate. I mean, like we weren't excited when Kyle showed up, right? But we like Kyle now. Yeah. Um, 
people have to grow on you a little bit. Um, there was even a point in time where we kind of like Dario, right? Don't forget Devin's one of these guys as well. He's already the one guy. Yeah. So there are hits, there are misses, as long as they just acknowledge the misses and get rid of them. Totally. Uh, Southern Charm. I'm enjoying it, Will. How about you? Yeah, it's fine so far. Um, you know, the the party. Uh, I'm sorry. The, the couple's dinner was 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 fun with uh, with Austin and, and uh, Shep. But um, yeah, it's one of those things where like we're still learning, just feeling it out. You know, we have several new people in the house, and you know, Leva and uh, what's the new guy, Pringle, John um, Pringle. Also, not having like Cam or Chelsea, you know, around or or Nomi, you know, like. You know, what Cam as the narrator? That's a big yeah, change. Yeah, and like momming, momming everything to the way through this thing. So, um, well, it's been good. I mean, like, yeah, I think Leva's interesting. I think it's cool to see, you know, someone that's like brought, made Charleston kind of a, you know, help make it to like the destination point it is with her, some of her restaurants and stuff. But yeah, several restaurants, yeah, yeah. Honestly, though, those places seem like the last place I'd want to go while I'm there. <laughs> oh yeah like i mean there's so many places that i love in charleston uh, right and these are like new and like super bougie yeah. almost like almost like pretentious looking but like probably not maybe they're the places you go after you go to a nice meal you go have a drink at one of these places yeah maybe like republic or whatever it is yeah, republic um, sounded like it had actually been there for a while yeah and that's like oh that's the first time i had bottle service and i'm like word okay wait uh, <laughs> what kind of place is this they're having bottle yeah. service yeah. I just need to be at Fig. Um, yeah, Fig I, I want to go eat the dead level best meals I've had in my life uh, yeah. uh, there in Charleston. Food so, is good. I, Fig. Anyway, but she's got a great thing going. Obviously, she's good at it. Her and her husband. So I, w- I want to um, eat the meal that the ladies ate at her house. Oh my god, that looked fantastic. The Persian dinner. Um, yeah, fantastic. I was, like, I was looking around for for uh, Reza and Mike and uh, yeah, I do. And, and I looked at Bethany. I'm like. You know you're going to get in touch Cross with each other. <laughs> where, where are they? Where are the Shah? Uh, I mean, yeah, she had like four kinds of rice. I'm like, I'm so in. <laughs> uh, yeah, the stuff uh, looked looked phenomenal. And there was a lot of it for tons. a group of women who don't eat very much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, that, that, I enjoyed that. Um, the guys' night was interesting. Uh, yeah. A bigger group of guys now, because um, the guys yeah. actually outnumber the women, which is a new thing on the show. Between the the three main guys, Shep, Austin, and Craig, but then Whitney was there, and and Pringle uh, came into the mix as well. That was yep interesting. Also, like walking to that bar and like Shep's buying shots for all the girls that are there, just hawking. Yeah, those girls are just like telling stories. Like we went to this bar when we were in Charleston. And Shep bought us drinks. Yeah. Look at these videos. Yeah. <laughs> and you can see him taking know. the videos. Oh, yeah. I'm like not even hiding it. And he's like, they made, they still make Goldschlager for us. I'm like, gross. <laughs> no, I've actually never had Goldschlager. I was a Jägermeister guy. Never had I mean, like, if you ever had Fireball, it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely had Fireball. <laughs> yeah. Hot Damn. Yeah. Yeah, actually, Hot, hot, damn, was, hot damn was kind of the jam. Aftershock. Yeah. Aftershock, yes, with the crystals. <laughs> that had a cool bottle. Yeah, that was that was, that was kind of the equivalent of Goldschlager. I, yeah. I feel like it's all crystals just versus the gold flakes. Yeah, it's all cinnamon bullshit. It's all the same, really. There's no gold flakes. Um, 
but Pringle does mention his Mad, you know, like he's sweet of Madison. Whatever, yeah, he's Greg, like, whatever hey, like Austin's done with her. I got a spot for Madison yeah. over here. I'm just like, mm. you, yeah. but you could see his drunken brain going, oh, did I just say that out loud? <laughs> I don't, I do honestly. I we watched it. I think I watched it, seen a couple times because they were end up rewatching part of it. I don't think he gives a fuck when he watched it because I was like, "What did they actually did he say?" And I was like, "Why he was trying to to downplay it a little bit?" Uh, a few sentences later, maybe like, a little later, but like when he said it, he was like, "Yeah, son, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <What the> fuck, <laughs> he is a prized piece if I ever saw." It was like, so, uh, it was like Jerry O'Connell talking to Peter Fascinelli and can't hardly wait, and he's like, "Yeah, Amanda, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah." Uh, uh, one thing, uh, because it's a TV show, it's like, were Austin, she and Austin actually together together during, like, really together? Or was this already Did on the way out? This up, like, hey, for three episodes, we need you guys to act like you're still together. But, like, this is shot in the spring of some sort, right? It's, like, early in the year. Well, we don't know. There's a gap in filming, right? That's what I'm saying. So this is early in the year, which is why if they pick back up later, they could easily be broken up, right? Now it's just like, just just kind of fell into place kind of thing or they were like oh they, wait we do they actually know footage. we can create a story out of this right or do they actually know ahead of time like oh fuck this is falling apart like let's play let's make sure we yeah. <laughs> we capture all this i don't, I don't know filmed more than just a couple weeks in march Late well we'd be, we'd be pretty, getting pretty close to that at this point now yeah i feel like we're getting ready to time shift six months or whatever yeah. it might be so, which, which we we know from the yeah you uh, see it the opener that that's a thing which is a hallmark of the show yeah so anyway uh the, the highlight of the show though is when craig says he's like i, I need to stop going out because it's a loose slope yeah <laughs> it's like um craig you you need you need some help bud uh yep. you need to just stay close with your assistant you need to get the asbestos out of your house and stop living in the pigsty that's becoming Austin's place. What was the saying? Uh, fish and house guests uh, start smelling after three days. Yeah, it's, it's kind of true. It's kind of true. Kind of true. Um, yeah, Craig has nothing better to do. Like, he's, business is kind of running itself, I guess, and he's got some money, and, you know, Austin's house is right there. So, easy to get sucked into that. Um, plus, I mean, like, they probably just walk in any bar and uh, it's like, oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> hey, guys, I have this archaic device on my hand. Uh, anybody want to be a trap hop? <laughs> yeah, trap hop. I'll take a trap hop. I, I did a little uh, deep dive into trap hop. Um, trap hop, not the, like, the, he he has a name. He has a something, like, I don't want to give you the wrong name, but, like, something brewing company is Austin's company. Yeah, And then he just has one beer underneath yeah, it. Yeah, it's trap hop. Yeah. Would you... He doesn't ever talk about like the the no. brewing company that, that's his company. Like I checked out the website, it's just him sitting there. But if you know the name of the beer, that's all you really asked for. Drop hop. Yeah. Give me drop hop. Yeah. I kind of want to have one. Yeah. If I you get, don't go into like, I'll take up. a Spetzel Brewery Shinerbach. <laughs> True. Austin Beer Works Pale A. Uh, what is it? Uh, yeah. You, America, you, you know, you know, whatever you, you can still, come in and say, do you have anything from I'm like, yeah, we got the trap hop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there's only one. So you just say trap hop. That's the one that you asked for. So 
below deck this is uh, traditionally your show um we we had a kind of interesting episode this week we had a something we've never really seen before someone shift from the interior to the exterior yep uh yeah charlie's crew ends up leaving actually actually uh watched this girl on one of the below deck um uh, Facebook groups. She's this really southern girl that um, does video recaps of each episode, and they're real bad. But she does a good job of of getting information about the episode to like add on to it. So I listen to it. It's painful because she like literally reads every word on the screen that she's showing, and it's really, it's just really. And she's like slow and very southern, and she talks like this. And Charlie. Charlie defended himself by saying, blah, blah, and he reads the exact quote that's on the screen. It's like, you don't have to read it for us. Just talk about it. Anyway, it's about seven minutes long, but basically Charlie was told by t- production was like, hey, you know, we're inviting you back. Like, this is a new crew. Basically set, set him up to kind of be a dick to them, right? Oh, okay. And I got lost. Charlie was the Charlie's the guest. guest. Yeah. Okay. From, from last, from basically in this, the ends this week. So hard demanding. Time. So demanding. Um, but also like, uh, they, he gave him such a big tip because he was the, one of the lowest tips last time he was there. And so he made sure to dip and then he and Captain Lee was off camera, talked about how hard he was on the crew and like basically Captain Lee, I don't know, owned up to like, yeah, they're kind of new or whatever. (laughs) And so he was like, Oh, totally get it. He's like, he felt bad about it and he gave him like a larger tip than, um, than even then they would have normally gotten. I mean, this guy keeps showing up and be like, you guys seem like you're working too hard. I'm I'm gonna help. Yeah. It's like, so it's it was annoying, super annoying. But uh, that was kind of interesting. Even that girl's um, video recaps are real painful to listen to. Um, still, that was the second one I've heard in a while, and it's like, oh, that's interesting information. It's all things that are out on other blogs and stuff. She just kind of condensed it into like this really shitty uh, seven minutes. And she get, there's a lot of people that listen to them. It's weird. You condensed it way better than she did. Yeah, I have uh, with a better accent too. Um. But, uh, yeah, this episode, uh, your girl, yeah, um, what's her face? I don't really know her name right now. It goes to the exterior, um, which is interesting. I don't know. Do you know her? No, I'm having nah, trouble. I see you don't know. <laughs> I'm having trouble keeping up with the, the cast this season. Yeah. Um, um, her name is Izzy. Izzy, yeah. Anyway, um, I, I like the season so far. I like the group of people. I think it's going to be real dramatic at times. Uh, I'm not so sure how good the Chiefs do is right now because they bring in a new girl, and that girl literally flew 30-something hours to be here, and within about six hours is already crying because she's, like, breaking down of all this work that the Chiefs do has already given to her. Yeah. Francesca doesn't exactly reek of leadership. She probably does a good job of things. She doesn't seem like she has everything very organized. Yeah. Which yeah. I just because you're a great player doesn't make you a great coach, right? Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah. The in general, the interior is a little lacking. Yeah. Um. Francesca, Elizabeth, and then um, I can't remember the 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 new girl it's, this episode. It's like a- Ashley or Ashley or something. Like that. Oh yeah, it's a it's, it's a, a weird it's a weird spell. a weird play on an Ashley. Yeah. Um. And then. Eddie's got a tough crew. Yeah. Izzy, James, and Shane. 
Yeah. He's going to break down. Somebody's getting fired. Yeah. Like, and it's got, it's got to be Shane, right? He's going to throw him off yeah. the boat. But, yeah. when, and, but James was the one saying this week that, yeah, I'm just, it was James, right? It was like, I, yeah, I'm just here on vacation. Or yeah. was that Shane? No, it was James. And I was like, yeah, this is my vacation. Like, dude, bro, no, this is your job. You can't say that, especially Eddie. I mean, like, even though Eddie does have a good time, it's like he's very serious what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the chef. Um, we'll see if if she works out. Well, yeah, she was having a an awful tough time on the charter. In this coming charter, we saw the people show up. Twenty one year old. They're all college kids. Yeah, one kid plays as a quarterback for UC, UNLV. Hmm. Wonder if Kenny knows him. Maybe Kenny knows who he is. <laughs> um. Yeah, that just seems like, and they're making jello shots and like they're constantly on their phones and they just talk Important like question, fucking idiots. Uh, what's the Wi Fi password? Yeah. That's what uh, you yeah, want to know on a yacht. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. So, yeah. Uh, still digging it. I Me, mean, Captain Lee's there and you know he'll make sure that shit, he's, on, he's on the elliptical. <laughs> yeah, the shit will get uh, taken care of one way or another. So, Modern yeah, good start. It's on chicken. Yeah, good start. We had Real Housewives of Salt Lake City start um, this past week, and it's our first new franchise in a while, I guess since Dallas. Maybe Potomac was since Dallas, but I don't watch Potomac. Um, early thoughts after you, your, what you called passive watching of it? Uh, seems all right. Um, I mean... <laughs> It's hard to tell the first episode really who people are. You know, it's kind of like just setting things up. But two of them look a lot like each other. Meredith they do. People. Yeah. And it's also like, I don't know the names yet. So it's kind of tough on like who's talking about who and what. But um, I do like the one girl that kind of brings up the differences between like everyone else and Mormons. So that's pretty interesting. And a lot of these have, they have deep, a lot of them have deep relationships or history with like the Mormon. It, are you talking about the, the girl that's been kicked out of the church? I, I couldn't tell you. I'd like I'm yeah. sorry, I just can't tell you. But there was but, a girl that was having the vow renewal that had been kicked out of the church. Which blonde hair, blonde hair, Whitney. Um, there's the will be nice. Um, the the girl that's bigger than the rest of the girls, Heather, um, who is like the multi multi generation. Yes, Mormon. Heather's the one I'm talking about. Heather was bringing up the how things work in the Mormon church. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um. um there's Mary. Yep. Married to her step grandfather. That's fun. And she's she reminds me a lot of um did you watch Perry Mason? I did not. Um there's this evangelist woman on that show and um kind of reminds me of her. She's a I think what did she call her? The self like the first lady of the church or something? She's She's a pastor, uh, or whatever they call that in the in the Mormon Church. Uh, or actually, she's not. She's evangelical. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, but she's seems really awful, like really judgmental and not very nice. Which I would would have thought would at least not be something you wanted to convey on television, mm -hmm. um, given her vocation. But kind of like Jen Shaw, um, she's the part Tongan, part Hawaiian, part Chinese woman who's married to a, a University of Utah football coach. 
and host lavish parties at her chalet. I had to look up what a chalet was. Did you? Were you aware of a chalet? Yeah, the chalets. Okay, I I I didn't know what defined a chalet. <laughs> her house does a lot yep, of wooden beams define a lot, of, lot of wooden beams. Yep. Uh, and then there's Lisa and Meredith who kind of look the same, but are pretty different. One of them is very very close. Yeah. The other is more. I think one's more of a local. Oh, one. Yeah, yeah, either way. Yeah, one's from somewhere else, but yeah. Yeah, they look very alike. Um, the Lisa is the one that owns like a bunch of tequilas. Yes, that that I, who am very into my tequila, have never even remotely heard of any of them. Then you don't know tequila, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Lux Marketing Company and various business, including Vida Tequila. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, which one has the gay son, Lisa? I think it's Lisa. I believe it's Lisa. Yeah, the the twenty um, one year old. Yes, which is super interesting. Uh, just like that dynamic. He reminded uh, me of a movie character of some kind of. Yeah, it kind of felt like he wasn't a real person. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like who's this actor here? <laughs> yeah, we need you. We're gonna have a uh, a gay young man come in, and we're gonna have him be your son for a, yeah. an additional plot line here. Right. Um, How does this so, react to the Mormon Church? <laughs> yeah. So tequila, gay son, traditional Mormon. Go. Uh, this yeah. is your family. <laughs> yeah. Act normal. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll see. Um, not, I mean, like, honestly, for a new se- season, it seems kind of interesting already. But, like, yeah, it's it, these take a while, too, to just establish who they are and what they're kind of dealing with. And, like, who do you like and who you don't like? And so the cultural backdrop element is going to be more a part of this story than really any housewife show, I feel like. Yep. Um, also, Salt Lake City's beautiful. Like, it's a beautiful part of the U.S. Uh, I've driven through it a couple times. It is, like, stunning. So. Okay. I think we'll have a lot of cool, you know, especially winter. Then you kind of move around to the, when it warms up. It's going to be really nice. Nice. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'll reserve judgments here for a few weeks from now. And uh, it did feel, my my one critique was, it didn't feel like they were a real unified group. They were just no. kind of placed together for the show, which happens it's on Bravo. Fairly normal. Uh, but it, at times, there's at least some closer tie between them. It, it felt like there was a couple pairs here, but that was about it. Yeah. Usually, it's like they're social, right? They've seen each other out, or they know who of each other, but they're you know not truly friends by any means. So, which why there is drama. So. All right. Uh, anything else before we wrap things up? No, but you can follow us on Twitter at Reality Pod. Like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and After Reality Podcasts. Subscribe wherever you download them, Spotify, Apple, Google, or Stitcher, and check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. Find me at over 45 on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Spencer Kitley. That is all one word. And uh, you can find Fantasy for Reality on Instagram and Twitter. That's at Fantasy for Reality. And until we chat again and it won't be all the way until when the challenge is on but for now we mind you all's fair love war challenges yeah.